Are you someone who is fascinated by all the pregnancy, childbirth, and motherhood stuff few people talk about because they're too embarrassed? If so, welcome to the motherload of all things taboo, or at least really wild and interesting. The Asking for a Pregnant Friend podcast is based off the book of the same name and dives in to all of the pregnancy, birth, and mothering topics that make many people blush or scratch their heads. I do all the boring research so you don't have to and bring you interviews with the leading experts and the topics I cover. I also share all the things about myself, Bailey Gaddis. I'm all about TMI. You'll also hear stories from brave women who gave permission to have their stories shared. So come along, my friend, on a journey into the beautiful underbelly of making, growing, and raising babies. your baby has arrived and you are not just overflowing with bliss and love, there is nothing wrong with you. It can be really common for parents to need a bit of time to, to begin to bond with their baby. That love is not always instantaneous. And again, it does not mean that you're a monster or that you're a bad parent or that you will never bond with your baby. You know, sometimes it is a sign of just some postpartum blues or or a sign of postpartum depression. And so luckily there are some things to do to support you if you're not having that instant connection with your baby. Um, so number one, you want to make sure that you are taking a daily dose of empathy. So you, you just grew and birthed a baby and oh my God, the hormonal shifts taking place in the body are wild and they can make our emotions feel totally outside of our control. Even if you're not the one that carried and birthed the baby, any, you know, new parent can experience a shift in hormones that can really mess with their emotions. So please let yourself off the hook, you know, don't make yourself feel like you just need to like suck it up and get it together and just start bonding with that baby. You know, there is something to be said to the whole like faking it till you make it thing. And of course, like you still need to care for the baby, even if you're not feeling that um, like a, a deep bond with them. But please don't beat yourself up for not having that instant connection. Give yourself lots and lots and lots of empathy. And don't let anybody else judge you for that as well. And know that you don't have to tell anyone with the exception of what I'm about to get to with professional help. But, you know, for example, if your mother-in-law asks, you know, how you're doing, you are under no obligation to tell her that you're having a hard time bonding unless you genuinely think that she would be able to help. But again, you don't have to tell anybody if you're not having that, you know, instant connection. With that said, if you feel like it is really hard to function, like you're really starting to feel depressed, like you 
you know, are really alarmed by your lack of connection with the baby, you could benefit from seeing a mental health specialist. No shame in that at all. So many new parents need the support of a therapist. And Maybe just like the talk therapy will be all you need, and but sometimes uh, people need medication as well. Again, no shame at all in seeking whatever support you need. And I, I recommend reaching out for that support sooner than later, you know, not making yourself just continue to suffer. Okay, you wanna make sure that you're eating healthy food. I mean, it is amazing what an impact the food we eat has on our hormones. So really eating a lot of whole, fresh vegetables, fruit, whole grains, getting plenty, plenty of protein, fiber, iron. Iron is a big one for the energy level. You wanna be drinking a lot of water. You wanna have a minimum of 100 ounces of fresh, clean water every day. Just always have a big water bottle, preferably like a metal water bottle next to you. And anytime you're feeling panic or any kind of uncomfortable emotion, just take a big sip and envision it just like flushing out the stress and the worry. Um, you also want to make sure you're getting a little bit of physical activity that helps to release those feel-good endorphins, flush out those catecholamines, those stressor hormones. Um, of course, if you have explicit instructions to not move around too much, if you're healing from a C-section, that is totally understandable. Um, but even with that, like you could probably just like walk around a little bit outside, you know, go into it slow. But for so many women postpartum, like we barely get out of bed, which which is a huge part of the healing process. You know, I'm not saying overdo it, but sometimes if we're feeling really sad, just getting up and just walking around just a little bit, stepping outside, getting some fresh air, those baby steps can work wonders for, for our uh, mental health. And then you also want to ask yourself, am I talking to somebody that is over the age of like 12 months? Like, are you speaking to other adults? Are you able to connect with people that can, that are equipped to provide you with emotional support? You know, toddlers, our kids, like we love them. And while some try to serve as a therapist, um, it's not their job, right? It's not their job to regulate our emotions. So ideally you're able to connect with um, a partner if you have one or another loved one, or of course, again, a therapist, if you feel like you need that that extra support. But being able to just kind of talk about anything, you know, it doesn't even have to be your emotions, but just talking to another adult can be so, so supportive during those early days when you feel like your mind is just totally bombarded by thoughts of diapers and the last time the baby fed and all of the, the baby stuff that's just swirling through the mind. You can also help to create a little bit more clarity and focus in your day by, by choosing three guiding words at the beginning of each day. So for example, maybe it's love, connection, and cleansing, for example. So you're like, okay, the three main things that I'm going to focus on today is just loving my baby, connecting with my baby and myself, and some cleansing. So maybe today I'm going to take a shower. 
or I'm going to like clean out this one corner of my room that's like really stressing me out. And if that's all I do today, great. So just giving yourself those three guiding words to allow yourself to get to the end of the day feeling like really like accomplished something, you know, and again, trying to not make those three guiding words like just like work to do's or household to do's, um, but really making sure those three guiding words will guide you in doing things that really nourish your well-being and what's going to make you feel even just a little bit better. Um, and again, I can't stress enough how important it is to give yourself ample empathy as you're working through the process of forging that bond with your baby. If you have any questions about this or anything else about pregnancy, childbirth, early motherhood, please let me know in the comments below. If you can like, subscribe, comment, that would be so incredibly helpful. That will allow me to keep providing this content for you guys. All right. Love you. Is pregnancy or early motherhood making you feel other than? Is it triggering all sorts of weird emotional and physical stuff you are sure no one else is going through? If so, get your copy of Asking for a Pregnant Friend, 101 Answers to Questions Women Are Too Embarrassed to Ask About Pregnancy, Childbirth, and Early Motherhood. This book is like the modern-day Dear Abby for pregnant women and new moms who want to get straight yet loving answers to the pregnancy, birth, and mothering questions they're too afraid to ask, those questions that make you blush. You can get your copy of Asking for a Pregnant Friend on Amazon or from Barnes & Noble, Target, and everywhere else books are sold. Mm -hmm.